welcome everybody to Beat the Shift Baseball. This is episode 67 for Wednesday, July 1st. I'm Alex Huey, here today with Alex Rudy, Farbode Markazi, and Ray Estrada. How you guys doing? I remembered all your names, thankfully. Um, how, how are we doing? What's the welcome podcast back. again? We, okay, but like, we've been gone for a long time. But you, we, Welcome you, back to War and so... Peace Baseball. Oh, God. Yeah, we're rails. Um, but uh, what I was going to say is, we, we've been gone for a long time, but it's not like the four of us haven't talked since then, so I'm, I'm proud of you for remembering our names, but I don't know why you wouldn't. Well, your last, when, how often am I saying your last names, like, out loud? Like, how, I haven't done this in four months, the cadence of my, my intro is probably, like, completely different, you know? It's, uh, it's, I'm probably a totally different person now, I'm a changed man. But we're here to talk about uh, something that that really hasn't been around for four months either. We're gonna we're gonna talk baseball wait. again. It's it's time, and wait, I'm I'm waiting. Uh, you 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 forgot the big news. Um, the three of you graduated. Yay! Oh yeah, yeah. that that happened. Yay. Thank you. I wish I had Too sound kind. effects because it's a little anticlimactic. We need like some uh, confetti and what are the the things that you blow. Yeah, whatever. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Obzilla? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is this is a this is a rough cut right here. This is a treat for for anybody out there. Um, Isn't that all of our podcast? Well, I like to think we had achieved some sort of rhythm at some point. Maybe not. Maybe I'm delusional. <laughs> all right, let's get to that sport now. The what? Depends oh yeah. How you define them. Oh yeah. So marble MLS marble is racing is um, the Jellies marble race is underway. Um, no, uh, Major League Baseball after lots of just... the NWSL is back. Yes. <laughs> Officially. Oh yeah. Uh, no, see who even cares? Who even needs baseball anymore? There's we've learned that there's so many other sports to capture our attention. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, teams are reporting to their summer spring trainings tomorrow, July 1st, and the season will begin the 23rd of July. Is that correct? Is that's, that's it's their, the 23rd yeah. and the 24th. That's the opening days, and then there's a couple teams at least. I mean, we don't know the full schedule right now. But we know at least the Yankees and Nationals are going to square off in D.C. on the 23rd. Yes. So why don't we just like hammer out all the things that maybe people don't know because we barely know. Um, so I'm just going to read from this list of stuff in our pre- preparation doc, which may or may not be. So trade deadline August 31st. Um, I that would be amazing to see like how active teams are with trading. We'll probably talk about that. The season will end. November first, is that regular season? That's running. No, that? no, playoffs, no. no that's, playoffs yeah. will start by the by November first. Yeah, so it'll be a, so essentially a very normal timeline of fall baseball. Yeah. You know, per, situations yeah. permitting, and there are a number of players who have already opted out from participating this season. There will likely be more um, to come. And this season, as we mentioned, going to have a very similar look. 40 divisional games, 20 interleague games, 60 games season total. And there will be a COVID IL. 
um, which again will remains to be seen how um, how effective yeah, that a, will there's be. There's a COVID IL, and I saw a headline today that said that MLB said teams can't release the names of guys who test positive for coronavirus. I don't know how, or at least they don't have to release the names. Yeah, for them. that's positive. But they they so would they just say like they're on the IL? It, it'll be a little obvious if they're not playing, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, are they going to make up, like, strained hamstring or something? They already do, apparently, so maybe, oh, maybe I, it's just common yeah. common practice now. Um, and, yeah, we'll spend a little bit more time on the, the juicy informational changes here, um, or, like, rule changes that are going to be temporarily implemented this year, such as the automatic runner on second base in extra innings. Um, I think 10th inning or later, right? Or is it, well... All extra ha- innings, yeah. All extra innings, yeah. Um, I think, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I said that. That was pretty dumb. Yeah, did you forget that there were nine innings in a game? You know, it's been a while, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want? Uh, let's, let's talk about that, though. Let's, let's slam the brakes, and we'll talk about the automatic runner, because we have before, and I don't remember how all of us feel about that. So let's just go around. Uh, Furbode, tell us how you feel about that. Oh, man. Um, I, I, I remember in the past I didn't like it, and I can't say I, I like it entirely right now. Obviously, there's um, this has been tested out in the lower levels in the minor leagues, so it seems like it's something Commissioner Manfred and the league want to see in the next CBA or, or at least in ACBA down the road. I personally just don't like it because I understand that extra inning games can get really, really long and they end up messing up with the team's pitching staff. But I, I like extra inning games. I, I like it when they go to 13-14 and have to, um, have, to have the managers play the chess match um, to win that game. I, I like that stuff. I don't want an automatic runner on second base to just shorten the game entirely. Mm-hmm. Rudy. Oh, actually, one last thing. <laughs> I do understand it for this season. Um, I hope it's not a thing for the future. There you go. Okay. What you got, Rudy? Hello. All right, Ray. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll go. Uh, yeah, this is stupid. I understand why they want it for the season. They say it's for reduced on-field time, which makes sense. But at the same time, don't count the season. The, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm kind of on that train of like the the game. You have to you have to change the game so much just to play it safely and just like play so little games. It's like just, I and mean, we've we've talked about it on our own. Just play a big old tournament and have that. Like yes, I, it's gonna like the World Series champion being legitimate this year is gonna be hard to swallow. And then of, I guarantee you, it's gonna be the Dodgers. Like this is the year they end their drought. Technically, it's gonna be in a sixty-game season with with bastardized rules. All right, Ray. we just get a guarantee from Ray Estrada. Yeah, really, really good takes. I, I was saving them for for a little bit later. I just wanted to know what you thought of the automatic rudder for now, but you you dug up a lot more there. <laughs> That's. 
stems let's from just, everything. Let's yeah. see if we can just get through this one thing before <laughs> before diving into the, the real meaty bits. Stupid, we're not playing yet, you travel ball. Can I get the second try? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I was on mute and I didn't realize that I wasn't unmuting. So my that's already a clear X on the Rudy F ups for this podcast. That's the first one of many to come. But um, oh, it's I don't really first. disagree with anything you guys said, but sorry, what, what was that? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> uh, the only thing I would add is that I feel like they could just end the games in ties. I don't really see why a tie is such an insane concept. I would personally take a tie and maybe adding like a point method, something similar to hockey or soccer. Um, at least even just, uh, especially just for the season, the season's already so screwed up, which is what Ray is kind of referring to. I don't say, like, why not, why not just make it a tie? Because then you really are fulfilling the obligation of not, you know, having the players and the staff uh, facing extra risk for unnecessary playing time. So I, in my opinion, that would be the real solution if that's what they really cared about. Well, you kind of answered yourself because that'd be a lot more work, and they they don't want to do more work with this. They just want the easy, that'd be the easy fix. Is that more work? It you is. You have to add a column. <laughs> you have to add a tie oh, column. So think of all the graphic designers out there that have to do that. That's just not cool. They they probably want the work. Ah, you're right. Yeah, you guys are all. Let me let me before we move on. You guys are all pretty traditionalist baseball fans. Wait, would you really have? Not I'm not. Louis <laughs> not. is not. I mean, I meant in the sense like of like the core block of like who the league like really appeals to. That's how I meant it. Like oh. you guys are true. We're we're the, the hardcore fans fan. that yeah. they seem to ignore when it comes to initiatives. So, I do feel so like would like you it. have have any problem with this season ending having extra inning games be become ties instead of having a runner on base? Which one would be your preferred method? Between the two ties, because this isn't a real season. I would, yeah, I would. I would rather a tie. I think checkmate. one of the things more so frustrates. Yeah, checkmate for you. But one of the things that more so frustrates me with this, as I said while I was talking, is this is just seemingly Rob Manfred trying to try this out so he can get in the next CBA. Mm-hmm. I would rather it being something more extreme like a tie that we've never seen in baseball or test it out. Just because the season wasn't there a tie already. a couple of years ago. Um, uh, wait, I'm not. Yeah, there was. It was Sounds like a very inconsequential familiar. game. <laughs> what, what's it was an inconsequential game at like the end of the year, and they like tied during a rain delay, and then just like never made it up. All right, r- report back if you find it. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that interests it. me. Okay, do you have it now? It was uh, Pirates Cubs um, in 2016. Uh, five and a third. The contest ended in a 1-1 tie. How, what does the baseball out. reference column look like for them? Like, what is their? What did you say? What does their season record look like with that? Do they just have a, like a third? Uh, well, yeah, they just had a thing in the tie column. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, like the the Pirates were out of it, and the Cubs had ran away with whatever spot they had in that postseason. So okay. they, they didn't oh, need to a, finish that game. Maybe it's not a lot of work then. Yeah, okay. in the end, they already canceled a game a couple of years ago too, like a Pirates game that was inconsequential. Yeah. They, they didn't need to make up, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna contradict. I like 
finality when I'm watching things, even with soccer, as you mentioned, with football. I I much prefer watching games that play extra time and have PKs and all that. I, I know ties exist in tournament formats, and I get why they do, but I like finale. I like, even if it's penalty kicks, even if they did something even more sharply game-shortening than a runner on second, um, I would like that more than a tie, I think. That's just me. The, I'm, just, I'm just thinking of me sitting there at 9.30pm watching games wrap up the, the slate of games. I don't up, disagree and with just, your argument. And you get to the end, it's like, oh, they yeah. they couldn't. They, it ends in a tie. It's like so anticlimactic. Um, that's that's all. That's, but that's but all in I, but in I, general, yeah, I don't disagree. You would, would you prefer an eighteen inning game or a game with a runner on second that ends in ten? Oh, that wasn't the question. Um, no, no, no. But <laughs> we, we understand your point on the ties thing. But going <laughs> back to the original that? question. Um, <laughs> Go back to the original thoughts on the automatic runner on second base. What's yes, 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 that? yeah, yeah. No, I, I do not think, I, I don't like it. Mostly because I'm, I'm okay with other, with other changes. De- like it depends on the situation, but in general, I don't like unnecessary, unnecessary game breaking mechanics. Right, like this is, this is a change that like you know, really, it, it, it is, it's a gimmick that fundamentally changes, like, how easy it is to score a run. There's a lot of strategy changes that come around that. Like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, interesting, but also in in a context where, you know, this, the stakes are as high in, in extra innings as they are, or, or, uh, sorry, the stakes are as high in early innings to score runs as they are in late innings. It should be consistent. So that's, right. that's just one of those, like, case-by-case things that, I am against it. Yeah. I would like to um, point out that I do agree with you that I do like finality and I like um, games ending. But I think more so the question for of it being a tie was um, for this season alone, would you be okay with it being a tie instead of having that finality? Because I like like you, I I would like it to have that full extra inning um like uh, have a full extra inning game if it was if baseball was normal uh yeah i would still i would still prefer finale like they could shorten it even more than they do with the second base runner yeah yeah or even just like a you know a one like a penalty kick thing where it's just like one for one batter versus pitcher like you get a hit then you like then you win i don't know like there's so many other random silly things that that my brain wants to see in in this you know not so significant season but in general i like finality i'm obviously fine if they are justifying the reasons of exposure and playing time and and having that but they're not so it's strictly hypothetical um Let's let's move on. Does that sound good? Any other? We're moving on to potentially on. more controversial thing. Oh, or not at all. Fun. Wait, does anybody? Ray, I know Ray likes no, doesn't like the DH, but the rest Don't of you like, like the DH, universal DH, correct? No, I like universal DH. Oh, we're split. I like it. All right, so the universal DH is happening this year. Uh, National League fans, either. Most of them probably hate it. Let's be real, um, but yeah, I I like it. I think it's ridiculous that it hasn't existed for some time. But I want to hear 
the argument against first. So Farbod and Ray tag team this one. I don't know if I am already in the old man phase of I like things better um, back in my day or like I like things better how it used to be. I just like baseball when there's one league that at least has the pitcher hitting. I like that part of baseball. I I, I like the strategy that goes in from um, on the coaching side when you have to have a pitcher hitting. I I don't know. I I do get the appeal for the universal DH, but I for this year alone, once again, this year's whack. Go ahead. But um, down the road, I would hope that it's not. But it, this one is looking like it's more likely going to be the next CBA. More than more so than the runner on second for extra inning games. Yeah, all the same points. Like you, you might as well not have an American League and National League if you're going to have the same set of rules. I I always it's always been fascinating to me that I mean they used to have different umpires and that was crazy. But I mean you know unify the umpires. But um yeah, th- there's you take out a whole piece of strategy with your pitcher hitting by using the DH and yeah again. Kind of like the old man thing. I liked it. I like it better. Again, pitchers hitting. Yeah, sure, they're not good, but they gave you some entertaining moments. I don't need a DH to fill that to fill that space. Do it, I think that? Oh, I'm sorry, Ray. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, do I, I don't. Do I? Do I think that having the universal DH will just make me not like baseball anymore? No, it's not like a huge thing no. for me. I like the game better without the universal DH. Oh, if their goal is to make us not like baseball anymore, they're doing a bang-up job in a lot of other departments with that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> there's uh, all right. Well, I'm, that's not the argument here, though. <laughs> so to summarize your points, you both like self. It's funny you both self-acknowledge or self-identify as old old men in in terms of this take. You don't, which is interesting. I identify as an old man in terms of a lot in of a lot of other things. things. Sure, Manfred's trying to do in a lot of other. Uh, things. I identify as, as an old man with that I have back spasms. That is an old man thing right there. Fair enough. Yes. All right, you Ray is an old man, so he gets a pass. Um, I don't. And the other part of that was just you enjoy the strategic element of having a non-hitter in the lineup that you have to work around. Um, I, I guess my perspective is a little bit more from an entertainment side of things because as a baseball fan, yes, I, I play and have played the game and in, enjoyed it in both forms where pitchers hit and pitchers don't hit. And from that side of it, like, you know, don't experience too much of a difference. So yeah, I don't have strong opinions from my playing experience. But then, from an entertainment side, I find it hard to believe, or uh, me personally, I am much more entertained watching nine capable major league hitters rather than eight. And also, not just the hitters, I'm much more fond of watching starting pitchers, you know, the best pitchers that you've got going deeper into games, because I want to see more of them. I want to see Clayton Kershaw... Well, he's not a good example because he goes six plus innings every single time, um, and he can hit. But any other pitcher, think of who's a like She's literally an any other NL pitcher, five. like Luis Castillo. I want to watch Luis Castillo pitch as much as as much as he can. I don't want to see his outing shortened by 
a pinch hitter. And I get that there's That's strategy fair. to it, but it's, you know, strictly entertainment wise. Like I want to see this and it's not, and it's not that it, it it's, it's already in the game. It's not that it's like, well, it, it's, it's just not part of the game. It is a part of the game and it's only part of half of the team's plans of action and only half of the fandoms get to enjoy that that perspective so like i it's in, i i'm not a fan of inconsistency as you can tell um yeah that's that's it those those are my my thoughts i guess i'm not like um i agree with you on the entertainment aspect of it i agree with you that we want to see pitchers go deeper um like i said I don't think having a universe, like I'm not going to be as heated to have a universal DH as some of the other things that are being proposed. Um, I, it's purely selfish of me just saying I like it better having an American league with the DH and national league without, but um, I do fully see in your points. Hmm. All right. I mean, I, I think, my, my only thing I'd add is that I think that in a world where we have to make concessions to the tradition of baseball for it to continue existing in the overall form that we are used to and love, I think that if Universal DH generally adds entertainment value that the league can reap and also just kind of adds more opportunities for more entertaining players specifically by kind of adding an extra role in the national league. I feel that's worth the lack of tradition and conservatism that eliminates. And I think that um, that's not the ideal scenario, but I mean, it's kind of arbitrary and it always has been that it wasn't a rule that applied to both leagues. It's kind of a gimmick that, no other sports compare. There really doesn't exist any other comparison in professional sports. So, and I'll, uh, lastly, I just think that I, I think Uwe's point about the pitching is really misplaced when people discuss it because it could. I think the performance benefits for pitchers is often underestimated by the traditionalists. So yeah. that's all of that. All right, okay, you two convince me. I'm on your side now. Ha! We win. Right? Is that how that works? Well, no. yeah, three to one. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, you know, back in the day when I'm the DH was first one, introduced, though. people were not happy about the DH being introduced back then either. And at least, you know, American League fans, I don't know how many years it took, warmed and started realizing, hey, this is pretty nice. And somewhere along that, that pathway, seamlessly came to enjoy it. So I don't. Like, don't knock until you try it. Do they enjoy it, or do they just start accepting it? Don't knock until you I, try it. Well, I like. Sarah. I don't know. I, we need to get a fan on here who was around pre-DH existence at all. Do you know anybody that old? <laughs> what year, what year did the DH, DH get introduced? My dad might be old enough to remember that. Um, I'll look that up. You can move on. All right. He's in the 70s. It sounds, that sounds right. Um, what else? Okay, so Farbode mentioned that there is, for some reason, 1973. one... 1973. Is your... Well, I guess, like, technically... My dad was 10. Eh, all right. Well, you, you, can, you can ask him. Dad was... <laughs> Not sure how... You know. I don't know. I don't know. We, need, we need an old, old person, is what I think. Um, 
just a truly ancient man. Okay. Uh, let's <laughs> Mr. Mr. Rudy. Mr. Mr. Is that like like your grandpa? Two two levels up? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get him on. We'll see. Um it would be a fun one. Uh, all right. Let's let's keep going. Well, so the Yankees and Nationals are playing on the 23rd in DC. Why was that one specifically that's the one we. That's the one game we know. Like yeah, I know why. Why? Why did Major League Base? Or does that? Are they like just starting that's the marketing like opening game? Remember the Nationals like are their... defending World Series champs. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It, <laughs> we just completely forgot everything about baseball. Wait, Tra- the Astros. Yeah, We're mad at the Astros. I forgot has, about that. Wait. Yeah, traditional baseball. The day before everyone else's opening game, the um, at least. More often than not, the um, defending champs have a game. Okay, that's that's good to know. Oh, I guess we didn't even talk touch on the point at all that the spring training camps are happening at teams like at at the home ballparks of teams. Yeah. There's no single site spring training in Arizona or Florida. They're just at their major league stadiums, and a couple of them are in I different places too, right? Where are the Blue Jays at again? The Blue Jays are not. Uh, in Canada, I don't know. I, right? I mean, I'm going to look that up now. No, they, they changed it. They are going to be back. They are. And Rogers, I'm positive. Ah, I did. So what? I think they were discussing moving for yeah. for this period. I think they were unsure about the the border uh, issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well. All right. Then we yeah. don't have. We don't teams have to talk about teams it. will be allowed <laughs> uh, up to three exhibition games during this summer camp. And they can play as many inner squad games as they want. Well, that's good. It's good to know. Uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna miss out on the random exhibitions. Well, I guess we already saw them this year, but the random exhibitions against the the lo- the, the local college teams, who always get their asses. Well. College teams. Sometimes, but we did see it this teams. year. That we we, yeah, we had baseball. Yeah, it's always on, early, so. early on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you guys think that? Um, Pitchers, I mean, at least at the beginning of the year are going to, the season are going to be used, especially because I don't think three weeks is enough for some pitchers to get, like, stretched out. Well, I know that they've been throwing. They have to have been throwing. There's no way they could treat it as, like, a completely cold off-season reboot type of thing. Um, So I think it'll be, I honestly think it'll be fine. They're going to treat it a little bit differently but under these conditions, they're they're the best athletes with the best arms in the world. They can accelerate their their timetables a little bit if they have this much notice about it, right? It's also important to point out that, I mean, one of the things that I didn't put on our doc and we didn't say was the MLB ha- has given teams, like, the player pools. And I think three or four weeks into season, then that's when the player pools cut down to 26, the normal 26-man roster. But then um, at the beginning of the season, they have more guys to go to should the pitchers not be fully stretched out. Yeah. Yes. I think you're, I think your entire 40-man is available to you, and then you have the what they call the taxi squad of 20 extra guys who would be yeah. essentially like call-ups, but they're trapped. Because there's – I mean, we haven't talked about it, but there is no minor league season. Um, so – they're just spacing extra pool guys that if they if they need an arm or need an extra bat that they can pull onto the active team. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say more likely than not we're gonna have a 
dedicated minor league baseball podcast in the near future here because there's plenty to talk about with that whole situation. Yes. Um, let's let's wrap up with just like what what are we most excited to see in a shortened season? Like, you know, we're we're generally like we have the same kinds of things that we're just so excited to see on a year-to-year basis in a normal season. We already did this. We already got our our energy going and our momentum started and getting hyped for the season and then just hit a brick wall. So let's let's pivot. Like, what are you excited to see in a in a short season? Uh, Farbo, we'll start with you again. Uh, okay. Um, I so normal seasons. I'm more so like, especially being an Angel fan. I'm like, is this the year that we're going to end up being somewhat in the playoff hunt or something? Uh, I'm not that at all this year because I know so much can be different in 60 games. Um, so I'm not even. Right now, I'm not even thinking of the record. I'm most excited to see Shohei Otani pitch and be a two, two-way two player again. And I think, I, like I told you guys, having that three, um, having that 60 games is perfect just to have him be like, all right, go out and pitch and then rest up. Let's, let's get you ready for a full season next year should that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, Ray, you have... Absolutely absurd rate stats. Uh, just ridiculous two months like opening stretches that we see all the time that are obviously unsustainable. But just having those be full season, um, like technically full season stats, is going to be insane. Also, a lot of milestones that guys are close at that um, will be will be fun to watch for. I think Trout's like 15 away from 300 home runs, which is insane. Yeah. Um, Pools is close to passing Willie Mays. Uh, yeah. Lo- Are there non-Angel ones? To- uh, <laughs> Kershaw is close to 2,500 strikeouts. Dodger won. That's pretty cool. Uh, Yadier Molina is close to, I think, 2,000 games caught. Yeah, is Yadier, Yadier going to keep it going? That's that's another interesting one to see. Um, what am, or, uh, We'll go to Rudy first because I'm still not sure what I'm most excited about. Um, I mean, I'm just really excited if it even happens and it's done safely. I think I'm just really excited for the possibility that just a really impressive accomplishment could happen in which the league could pull this off without, um, while mitigating, I, I should say, the health risks. And hopefully that um, accomplishment would maybe allow the players in the league's relationship to heal in some way by rallying together to do that. And that could potentially help repair the potentially irrevocable damage in their relationship going to the next CBA relations in a few, um, a year or two. So that would be the thing I'm most kind of, I was, I guess, hoping for, but also worried about at the same time. And then I just think fantasy baseball is going to be just a wild. I'm really texting earlier, but I'm like, uh, I'm just really interested to see how that works. Uh, definitely, as someone who uh, in one of my leagues has a great team, it's it's it kind of makes me not as confident as I would be. So, yeah, there's a lot a lot different our, now. Our league's going to be crazy. I'm I, I'm going to refund. 
Every, well, not refund. I'll, I'll push it to next year. By the way, the uh, I don't think I had you guys pay um, this year, but yeah, obviously, if you're if you're running fantasy baseball leagues, I'd probably not make them paid leagues this year. Probably not the best idea. Um, most excited for I I think strategic chaos is how I'm gonna to categorize what I'm most excited for. Just you know, like you like we've talked about. There are stakes, but they feel like lower stakes. And with just the way everything is, I figure a lot of teams will just go go out there and say, why not, and try a lot of unique roster, like rostering types of strategies. Or you, there, there's probably some on on field like untapped strategies that like would just be insane to do in the long haul of a regular season. But hey, maybe like. In a sixty-game season, it could work. You know, maybe maybe we will see a team run three of their their ace starters out, um, you know, for three innings at a time, like every two days. Like maybe we will see that. I like because why not? Maybe the Mariners are going to go out there and make like thirty trades in the in the first month of the season just to like that's normal. Just to, like they could do it just to disrupt their oppo- like their opponents or like other teams that are in the mix and like get really just dumb with it. I just want to see some like dumb genius somewhere in between chaos. That's that's all I that's all I really hope to see from this like super strange season. I, and I I think Ray had touched on this earlier that you know I'm I'm of the camp that they should have just done a a super tournament instead of a traditional you play out a season for seeding in a playoffs. Like I, I think it would have been one of the most attention, you know, like get, uh, generating things like for the sport. I think it would have been a, a very fun alternative to watch. The only, the only clear downside to doing something like that is that like once your team's eliminated from a, this kind of super tournament, you're just like done with baseball and that obviously doesn't work for a number of reasons it's just a fun idea that would have been like really fun to see um this is not happening but i am excited to hopefully see some crazy crazy stuff um yeah all right i'm also interested in how the uh, how il stints are gonna affect a 60 game season for teams um I'm more so saying that because I know Mike Trout's wife's due in um, August, so I'm assuming he's gonna have to go on the IL when he because he'll have to leave for a little bit probably. But I'm the IL stints are gonna be crazy, especially the COVID one. Yeah, and and also just the fact I guess it alleviates some of the guesswork because pretty much any injury that happens is like oh injury done. All right, that's it. Like you don't have to guess. Like timetable, like two to three months, maybe. Like if it, if it is anything like that, they're just done. Like I guess yeah, that's gonna reduce headaches. All right, that's that's all I have. Do you guys have anything else to uh, to share before we conclude here? That's the resounding. <laughs> We're concluding. No. Yes, we are. Um, and with uh, that, we should we should mention Andrew Tolls. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. Definitely. Like. Yeah. Go and finish. So for those who haven't, for those who haven't seen the story, 
Andrew Tolles was arrested in Key West. He was sleeping behind a fe- the FedEx building at uh, the Key West airport, and he is he's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, um, and it's a sad story. Uh, these Bob Nightingale wrote a really good story for USA Today, um, detailing you know the relationship with his family and. It's just a sad story. Mental illness, you know, they they can't take control of him because he he he's not going to consent. But they have no legal authority to do that. So it's just a very sad situation. I'd recommend reading the article, getting a better sense of it. And yeah, it's just you know, sad story, bigger than baseball. Just talking about mental illness in general in the mm-hmm. in the country. So um, yeah, our th- thoughts go out to him and hopefully. He can receive the proper help. Yeah, I'll, I'll include a link to that as well. And you know, just a great article by Dodgers Nation about it for for it too. That's a direct quote from his sister about the situation. Yeah, and that's um, you know all all these things um, not not as fun subject matter to talk about. And as you might be aware, if you've listened to us before, we're not afraid to talk about the political or business or like any other implications that go along with baseball. There's a lot um, specifically with within, you know, conflicts between Major League Baseball and the Players Association that we have been vocal about with each other, still working on the best way to present that um, in a public podcast form. But it's, it's not that we won't be talking about it. Um, we certainly have thoughts that we want to share and that goes along with as as we mentioned all the issues that are facing the united states and the world right now uh, that extend outside the game um, we have thoughts on those we are not afraid to express those thoughts um, they will definitely be shared in the future um, in the most respectful way possible so there you go that's that's how we're going to conclude today's podcast first podcast back in a very long time i'm very happy to be back with you boys recording again um thank you everybody who stuck around through that mess and endured uh if you did make it this far uh be sure to rate comment and subscribe to our podcast uh check out our website beattheshiftbaseball.com there will be new stuff there as new podcasts and other content that we create will be coming uh, as baseball arrives, and social media at Beat the Shift BP, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, there will be new stuff there as well. All right, thanks everybody. One last time, as always, Farbode. Peace. <laughs>